Welcome back, everybody, to this week's edition of American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. It is February the 5th, 2015. And you know what? The uh, Derby City Classic just wrapped up this past weekend. So we have to, first and foremost, send out some congratulations to uh, the winners out there. These guys all did a great job. There was some exciting pool, uh, to say the least. Congratulations to Shane uh, Van Boning for the Bigfoot Challenge. Shannon Dalton took the uh, the Banks division. Uh, let's see who else we get. Uh, ooh, Alex Pagalian. He takes the one pocket and master of the table. Warren takes the nine ball. Um, let's see. And I almost forgot uh, Ruslan taking the uh, George Fells Memorial uh, 14-1. That was an outstanding job that he did as well. So, um, yeah, that's what happened at the Derby. It was a great time had by all. Um, what's coming up? Well, you know, if you look at the calendar, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up this weekend, too. Uh, there is the uh, what is now the Diamond Pool Tour. Um, was formerly the uh, Desert Classic Diamond Pool Tour is, is starting up on the 7th. Uh, that would be in the southwest, up in the northwest. You got uh, the Delmarva uh, Bar Box Tour in Wyoming. Out on the west coast, you got the Jay Swanson Memorial Nine Ball Tournament coming up on the 7th as well. And then back over on the east coast, you got uh, the Joss Northeast cranking up uh let's see and in the southeast you got the great southern billiard tour cranking up there as well so lots of good pool coming up uh and in next week there's the wpa 10 ball coming up so yep it's a good time to be a pool fan and it's certainly a good time to be a pool player uh lots of good stuff going on not some not some also some not so good stuff going on we really need to send a special shout out to Mr. Mark Griffin of uh, CSI. Uh, he just was in the hospital uh, having his oil changed and uh, filtered and uh, lube job and new set of lungs. So we hope that uh, Mr. Griffin gets well really soon. We need him back on the job as quick as possible. And also, unfortunately, Mr. Uh, Steve Lomax uh, is now being treated with chemotherapy chemotherapy i believe if i have not been in incorrectly informed so we also want to send our thoughts and prayers out to him and hope that it all goes well so tonight for the remainder of the show we're going to talk to mr barry berman about uh this announcement that he has made that he would like to sell the u.s open and retire that would be obviously a pretty epic uh piece uh or turn of events if uh if it were to happen that way uh the event's been going on for 39 years it obviously has had a, a significant impact on the world of uh, both amateur and professional pool so uh it's a uh, i could say it's a turning point so we're going to get to hear from barry and see what he has to say about all that and we'll be right back with you after your one minute pool instructor Hi, 
I'm Scott Lee. I'm Randy G. And welcome to the One Minute Pool Instructor. This week we're going to talk about the different styles of learning. Wow. Audio, uh, reading, visual, and self-talk. Self you yeah. bet. So what do you think about that, Randy? Well, I know that as I went back into my college and in, in my extra curriculum of, of learning how to teach, that I had to learn my own style first. And then I realized that not everybody is the same as I. So I went back to school and I, I learned the audio, the visual, the reading, and the self-talk methods. And, and we've incorporated them into uh, all of our manuals. Mm -hmm. So within the first maybe 10 minutes of a student, we don't care now what type of learning attitude they have or aptitude they have. We have it already covered in our manual. Um, it's true that audio people are very rare. I mean, only, what, 10% of the people in the world are audio learners. But I get a lot of them. Um, so I have to have an audio method of, of working out of our manual. And that goes for reading is easy. Um, the visual is even easier, which I am. I'm, I'm very visual and very kinesthetic. And, and I have to kind of go do it, Scott, in order for me to really understand it. So if you just tell me something, I still have to go perform it until my brain kind of gets used to it. So that'd be kinesthetic or a little tactile learning. Well, that's, that's one of the reasons why we use these different styles together, because it's more about retention. Oh, well, I think the, our biggest step in the SPF uh, instructor was putting in the self-talk mode about 20, 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. if, if you self-talk your way through, it takes your learning curve down to nothing. So uh, I like how we self-talk our way through all the three pre-shot routines and, and everything we do, we have a little checklist for self-talk. Well, and, and uh, as we said, everybody's different. There is no one-size-fits-all no. for anything. No, and, and boy, we, we might have four uh, students and all four of them have a different learning uh, curve and, and our aptitude. And, and uh, yeah, we have to be pretty Cautious, is that a good word, or yeah, careful? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We want everybody to be on the same page, the same way, and that's how our books are, are created now. And that's why we subscribe to the philosophy of read, write, say, oh, think, see, do. Oh, think, see, and do. Read it, write it, say it, and do it. Amen. Anyway, Scott, that was a good little session. What do we got next week? Well, next week, uh, we're going to talk about the difference between playing and practicing. Oh, one of my pets. Well, for <laughs> now, this is Randy G. This is Scott Lee, and this has been the One Minute Pool Instructor. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of American Billiard Radio. I'm Mike Howerton. I'm joined this week by two guests, my regular partner in crime, Jerry Forsyth, along with Barry Berman, the promoter of the U.S. Open Nine Ball Championship. Uh, Barry, how you doing? Um, um, uh, your other partner in crime is doing fine, thank you. I'm just <laughs> making a joke. I had to throw that in there. Um, I'm in my office with my uh, two little boys, uh, buddy and Wimpy in there. Buddy sitting on my lap, and um, I'm fine, and um, I, I, I feel good. 
Well, I understand that you've got some some announcements regarding the future of the U.S. Open that you'd like to make, but in all fairness to well, in all fairness to all of our listeners, I don't think we can even get started until we ask about the money. Um, and, what's and I agree. I I wholeheartedly agree, Mike. So um, no, I have no problem with that at all. Where are you at as far as as paying the players, not just for last year's event, but I, I understand there are still some money owed for, for previous events? Well, um, it was news to me uh, recently about 2012. I'm not going to blame anybody, so forget that. But two years ago, I believe uh, around a around $1,500 alleged to be owed uh, to a player from 2012. I just really want to know why I personally was not contacted. You know, I'm not hard to find. I don't hide from anybody. And so, to be perfectly honest, that's well over two years ago, one player owing alleged $1,500. All I need is proof that for whatever reason, the check or whatever uh, didn't go through. And um, as I'm doing with the four remaining uh, uh, from this past Open, I'm taking care of things as we speak. And as we speak, meaning uh, Nam received $1,500 yesterday. Uh, the other three gentlemen will be either tomorrow or Monday after a very busy weekend at the latest, of which two gentlemen are owed $1,425 and the other ones owed 1900 as well as Nam was owed 3000 of which he received 1500 Western Union yesterday and acknowledged by saying thank you. And, of course, I replied saying, I am so sorry and thank you and the balance is on the way. Now, when you talk about the player from 2012, is that Nam from Vietnam? Yes, I believe. Well, it was news to me again that... Um, let, me, let me check my... All right, turn my phone off. Um, what I'm thinking about is he went low. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, really, um, um, my mind is still sharp most of the time. And um, I'm not uh, blaming anybody but me. But um, I, my part, uh, what I enjoy doing more than anything at, at Q Masters is running around the building, taking care of the ambiance of it all. So um, it was news to me about 2012 and why it took so long for me personally to find out. And all I need is to know, yes, for whatever reason, he's owed, and no problem. I do not want the WPA, do not want anyone but me to pay this this man. And if that's the case, no one else. And well, I owe it. If I owe it, paid, I want to pay it. He's already been paid by the WPA. Well, Jerry, um, really... Um, uh, all I asked for when I heard of this uh, recently was uh, to send me something or let me check 
to make sure, in fact, and I'm not saying uh, they're wrong or he's wrong, and let me check on that and uh, find out from the bank we were dealing with if that, in fact, you know, I'm, it, it's true, and most likely it is. But, you know, from 2012, I must say um, that uh, it was news to me or I had forgotten, but it has been over two years, it, honestly. And I'm not trying to get out of anything at all. Uh, uh, I don't, again, hide from anybody. And uh, if I owe, I owe. And I always pay. And I'm sorry if it's late at times. You know, I, I think a question that comes to people's mind, though, I mean, Jerry, I'm sure, has ran tournaments in the past. I've ran tournaments in the past, but certainly neither one of us has ran an event the size of the U.S. Open. Do yourselves a favor and that. <laughs> but, you know... Jerry, you'd be pulling your hair, your hair out. Go ahead, Mike. Even, even at the level that we've ran, I mean... When you write checks to zero out the account, you have to see that there's more money in the account than you expected and figure out, wait a minute, somebody's check hasn't cleared. Okay, here's, uh, let me explain 2014. Um, I um, dogged it very much, so um, uh, uh, it's strictly Jay Helford's fault when he beat me up. Uh, in front of everybody at the players' meeting. I mean, he, he really uh, tormented me. Just kidding. Uh, that was fun. Uh, that I've, I dogged it by saying what I should have said. Um, players, I'm going to cash and pay everybody as far as I can. And if not, I'll have to give you a check for two weeks. So let me say this. I went out of my way to pay um, as many cash, as many checks, humanly possible with cash. And I don't know how many other promoters do that, especially for large amounts. And the checks that were dated for two weeks, I think 95% of them were, even maybe even more uh, uh, than 95, were cash. I mean, uh, that's the word I got from a, Roberta and I received that um, 95 plus percent were fine. I just needed a two-week cushion. And the reason for that is many. Um, there's money that comes in with credit card batches um, uh, during the event, after the event, and other revenues from various sources such as um, other sponsorships that I that I deal with, so I knew the two week cushion would be most likely all fine, and it was for um, all but uh, four players or maybe five at the most. Which Mr. Dennis Okulia, um a couple weeks ago was finalized, and and now the others are uh, being processed and wired as well. Um, so, you know, I am completely at fault for being taken too long. Uh, and I'm not making any excuses. I have been working um, very hard rebuilding my business. 
in the last month, I have to say, by making all the proper changes, uh, a multitude, a business is booming. It's crazy good. Plus, it's winter. But, wow, uh, numbers are way up, way up. So that's a blessing, and that's why I am, um, I'm sorry it's late, but that's uh, better late than never. But that's what I have to depend on because I am not Barry Hearn. I am not Mark Griffin. I, um, they have deep pockets, and I don't. I'm one guy that is working hard and still no excuse for taking as long as it did and it, it 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 never takes this long, and I humbly am sorry. Uh, also, uh, the the fact that it was foreign players, and we didn't know for a long period of time about those not going through. So I'm not blaming anybody but me. I'm not blaming Roberta. I'm not blaming the bank. Um, but it did take longer for us to know, and then with the changes here at Q Masters being so phenomenally great the last month and growing more and more because we're in the middle of USDA pool season, I'm able to uh, finally take care of paying every human that I owe, which is only about 6000 total. My question is this. This isn't the first year this has happened. I mean, mm-hmm. if it happened just this year, Okay, we've we've had thirty eight years. They were all successful. Okay, this was a one time thing, but Barry, this isn't a one time thing. This is an every year thing. So, well, first of all, don't say every year because no, no, no. I want to correct you when you're wrong too okay. much, all right, and I'm not do. bitter at all. Uh, two thousand thirteen. I should have done the same thing that I did two thousand thirteen with escrow and everyone, and that was just a little bit over a year ago. All right, so. Um, I got ahead of myself. Mike Pinoza always accuses me of overselling. So, and he is a, a, far smarter than I, and he is only correct. So, remember 2013 when I when I uh, uh, worked out the arrangement with uh, Johnny Archer and the BCA and the WPA. I'm the one that brainstormed that to do. Um, uh, to have to make sure all would be well. Well, that was just recently. Um, let me remind you about 9/11. Uh, just you know, I'm not making excuses. That event cost me over fifty thousand, and then three hurricanes. So it's like, um, you know, I always go into a U.S. Open in a positive frame of mind, but I also have to depend on a multitude of things since I do oversell. For instance, I want it to be at Tier 2 with the WPA. And when you're at Tier 2, the the added money, et cetera, needs to be at the 70-some thousand dollar range rather than 50. So uh, ego me, that's what I did. I also paid the $3,600 sanction fee, um, which I did not deduct three months in advance, in advance, uh, so they would be fine with that. So I I only wish that we would have uh, continued the escrow and um, um, 
this past U.S. Open, and again, I'm not making any BS excuses. Uh, ultimately, everything is, is is on me. But we really uh, got uh, uh, beat up real well um, with the lack of support from the top brass at the Marriott. That did not fulfill all of what we needed to have done, which would have also increased money for me to do things such as pay everyone. Um, so there was a lot of reasons for, unfortunately. But I failed to mention at the players' meeting, guys, uh, if, if this happens, this will happen. My fault, 100% completely, and I, I don't know why I didn't uh, mention that in case. My fault, 100%. Well, I think I think I think the reason the players got upset this year, Barry, was because at the players' meeting you did say all the funds were secure, and then they turned out not to be, and that's that's the comment I get from a lot yep. of people. Yeah, and, and Jerry, that's you know, again, uh, it all were all was in place for things to happen. The Marriott had um, an involvement financially with the event. So I felt very comfortable about everything. And their appreciation dollars, let's just say, uh, uh, it's always within a few days after the event. Well, uh, let me tell you, uh, uh, that did not happen. So there's a multitude of reasons for the downfall for this year. And... 13 was fine, and uh, the the most, uh, you know, you would think that after all these years that I would have a down pat. Well, um, I I think I do a very good job um, uh, in most cases, but I have to say that I want to do as much as I can for the players, like a player just mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago, one of my former champions, not to mention names, why don't you just add 25000 and and don't worry about it? And my answer to that was it, it wouldn't be the U.S. Open by adding such a little amount. So, uh, you know, I'm guilty as charged for uh, overselling, as Spinoza says. And for that, um, I have... That's been my mistake and a downfall. So you know, I it's a shame that um, um, people online have said that I'm a thief and worthless and uh, uh, all this stuff when they have no clue what it takes to do an event of this magnitude. And I need to depend on so many things to happen well just to hopefully pray and get even because of the added money, uh, the sanction fee, the 15000 for the seating, and the list goes on, uh, 12000 for staff. I mean, the list goes on. So I depend on a multitude of things. I depend on the business at Q Masters. I depend on everything, and I pray to get even. So it, it's uh, uh, a lot of hard work, and again, this last open 
it was a nightmare the entire week with the lack of support that I had from the top brass at the Marriott, and that's why I said adios for good to the city of Chesapeake and the um, convention center and the Marriott and go somewhere where they appreciate you with dollars and cents. So finally I have. You know, I have to ask realistically, Mm -hmm. you've ran the tournament 39 years and you run a very successful pool hall. Um, What kind of a business model is it that you run a pool tournament where everything has to fall into place perfectly in order to pay the money that you've promised the players. I mean, that... Well, let me just say this. And again, I am not... I want everyone to know I am not making um, any excuses. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. Um, But, uh, Mike, uh, you know... um, um, I graduated from high school as a state champion, undefeated wrestler, could have gone to any college in America for free and decided I'd rather go to work doing something. And this is what ultimately happened when I fell in love with the game of pool in 1965, watching Luther Wimpy last year play in downtown Norfolk, and I was hooked. So as far as, um, you know, um, going to college and getting a degree and, you know, look what Greg Sullivan did. He he has a degree in engineering, and look what he has done. Wow, I am very proud of him um, and his company as well as Chad. But in my case, all, I, all I've ever done since um, uh, six years after graduating from high school is to open up um, my first room and just to work, work, work hard, very hard, 43 years, five months, and one day. And um, a a lot of things have to come into place. Um, I am not a wealthy man. I work hard. I have um, so much um, uh, that needs to be done here uh, financially as well. And at the same time, it's a a constant um, reminder to make sure people are doing the right thing here by uh, charging for each drink, not overpouring, making sure people are on time. And I've had 16 months, particularly, of pure, um, I'm glad to be alive. But going back even further, I've just wanted to do more. I've wanted to do more, and uh, I'm being condoned for it. I'm sure I deserve it in the public's eye. Um, uh, uh, as far as uh, having uh, things well, it, that's one thing. But, you know, it does count enormously to make sure the funds are available. And the other, many other promoters can do so when they add 20 grand or 25 grand. And I'm not going to mention any names of any promoters. All right. But um, um, I have always wanted to do more for the players, always, when I paid their entrance fee from 1978 through a couple of years ago, and then I I put a stop to that for a multitude of reasons. Uh, And I'm not bitter. I was just disappointed uh, for uh, players not wearing their and bringing their green jacket. Uh, Wow, 
I would if I was a champion and wear it proudly. I mean, there was a multitude of reasons that um, I decided I, I can't do that anymore. So, um, uh, you know, and so I have overstepped my boundaries too many times. And uh, finally, I'm in the financial district of a city of Norfolk where it all began um, in 76 that the Chamber of Commerce, the mayor, the sports directors, they're all on board. And, wow, it's, it, it's going to be a whole lot more pleasant not to worry about funds uh, when that has been a, a struggle too long and for too many years. But it hasn't been all 39, Mike and Jerry. I mean, things, um, listen, um, um, again, beginning in 2001, we know what happened. And then three hurricanes, one in 2003, then a couple years later. And then remember in 12, we had that nor'easter come in three days before it was over and people had to leave to go up north. You know, I mean, that, you know, we're talking about taking forty and $50,000 beatings. If you have the money and you're wealthy, no problem. But that's not the case with me. I, I'm like in the same boat uh, as many, many, unfortunately, players. In all fairness, I, I, I give you kudos for wanting to do something positive for the players and I understand the concept of overselling in all, you know, to be perfectly uh, real about the whole thing. Yeah, you know, the, the forums, the, the people who, who are, are bashing you, mm-hmm. and, and most likely rightfully so, I mean, the forums are full of guys who would love to throw 50000 at a pro pool tournament, but they know they don't have the money. So the difference is they understand they don't have the money. You've got to have all the planets aligned in order to have the money. And I, you, you mentioned the suggestion, and you said that you didn't like the idea. But honestly, we're four months past last year's Open, and... The players are just now getting paid. No, I don't say. Let me this rephrase. Um, uh, the few players left uh, of, of small amounts. Okay, that we uh, uh, again we found out uh, after almost two months because they were overseas. And I'm not going to throw Roberta or anybody under the bus. She is my bookkeeper, and I should have been reminded of this sooner. But I have uh, uh, been working my ass off to rebuild my business, and I've done a real good job. I've hired a consultant. I've hired a company that comes in and weighs all of your liquids uh, once a week. I've hired a, a POS expert that dissects my uh, micros system, and uh, and then she also uh, checks on comps, voids, and discounts because, let's face it, you know, when given the opportunity, there are many that will just take advantage of you uh, or me. So um, 
I, 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 I have been working smarter uh, the last uh, uh, several, last couple months in particular, and now business is uh, booming like unreal, and I can afford now to, uh, let's just say this, uh, typically uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday credit card batches used to be, for those three days, 8 or 9K. Uh, last weekend was 17.5. The weekend before that was 15.5. And that's just credit card sales from uh, my little 72 table room. So I have uh, methodically uh, put the energy and effort into working smarter than harder and having people that are highly educated and friends of mine that are helping me with this progress that I've made. And it sure makes life easy when you have those kind of numbers at you. I mean, it's insanely good. I'm insanely good. Okay, but wouldn't it make sense using that same logic, the steps that you've taken in order to bring the Q Masters business to a positive place, wouldn't it make sense using that same line of thought to take a step back not overpromise the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open this year, mm-hmm. and catch yourself back up to where you can f- realistically do fifty thousand in years to come. Well, Mike, you're exactly you're exactly right. Excuse my voice, um, and Jerry, you're both exactly right. And you know, it's great to know now. Uh, when I when I first went to Chesapeake in two thousand. I'm sorry, 1991, Mayor William E. Ward for 10 years uh, was so good to me, I cannot tell you how good he was. And then uh, for a multitude of reasons, and particularly in 01, when I got in trouble, uh, he had retired and the last two mayors did not care at all about me, did not care that the event was doing uh, over 2,000 room nights for the week and and televised worldwide. They showed no appreciation at all. Well, it sure feels good now to know that the mayor of Norfolk, Paul Frame, and the Chamber of Commerce for Norfolk and Hampton Roads and their sports marketing people all on board, as well as the Sheraton, is a wonderful feeling. And when I say on board, I'm talking financially. So that is a huge burden. And finally, I'm in the financial district, beautiful location, and actually less time to get to Q Masters. It's really quite a beautiful venue, large ballroom, 14,000 square feet, Beautiful rooms at $89, low prices for uh, lunch and dinner and everything else, drinks and beers that I negotiated every bit. And uh, they're treating me like they should and appreciate what I'm bringing to the city. And Roberta and I had a meeting with six heavy hitters from the city and the Hampton Rose Chamber of Commerce last Tuesday. And all they want to do is throw sponsors outside the industry at me 
And isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Um, And it sure is a wonderful feeling to know you're appreciated um, and, you know, uh, and respected and acknowledged. So, you know, uh, I cannot be happier as I approach this milestone year, regardless of what happens with me. And now that you've got your ducks in a row on both the tournament and the pool room, Mm -hmm. you tell me you're considering selling them both and retiring? Yes, sir. And, um, again, um, after this, I didn't wake up the other day, uh, Jerry, and go, hey, this is what I want to do today. Um, In a little bit over a year, I'll be 70. And uh, a couple, three months ago, I had a little scare with some breathing issues with me. You and I discussed it, Jerry, and made me think about life for a while. And I've lost many friends. I mean, Dave is gone, Bowman, uh, Billy Smith. I've lost so many friends too young. And I'm blessed to be in good health. I at least listen to my doctor. There's two people in this world you never lie to. One's your lawyer and one's your doctor. So thank God that I've been clean from, you know what, for, oh, my God, uh, a long time. And I am physically sound very well. When I had this scare a couple, three months ago, it really made me think about life for a while. And how much time do we really have left when you are going to be 70 a year from April 1st? And, you know, that's a milestone year, Jerry. And since business at QMasters and Mike is booming and the, the milestone of the 40th anniversary, I would rather rejoice and enjoy than to kill myself as I do every year, regardless of what people want to say about me, I dare them to attempt to do what I've done for almost four decades. I dare them. And they can bash me all they want. And um, I, I deserve much. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that have nothing else better to do, or they have no clue. But also at the same time, I have a lot of support, a lot of support from so many people that love me and care for me and care for the event and what it all entails with players from everywhere, uh, top-notch USDA. So it's not all terrible and Barry's worthless and he's a thief and all this. I do have a lot of support as well. And for those who have supported me, all these years, and uh, that also includes Mike Harrington and Jerry Forsythe. I thank you, um, as well as Ivan Lee and Greg and Chad and several others and the fans and you know that come from all over the world. So you know um, I haven't disappointed everybody. Thank God. <laughs> so, and so I'm, when are you I'm glad of that. Your- when are you going to put your properties on the market? My my CPA is uh, meeting me at my office. He's uh, he's been my dear friend for a dozen years. Uh, Wayne Bostain. He'll be here at two thirty today, 
and we are going to discuss uh, the value of each, and uh, he is far smarter when it comes to knowing pricing and what I should do, uh, even better than, most definitely better than I. I mean, the U.S. Open is priceless, Jerry. And what does that mean? I, I can't put a figure on it yet. Uh, Q Master Billiards, um, which which does like two million a year, I can proudly say, especially now that things are rolling and changes, and many not just with personnel, but with having smart people coming in doing smart work makes a lot of sense and having the right people, of course, in place. Um, it's, in my opinion, this is the best time to do so for a million and one reasons, uh, to put a premium on the 40th annual and to put a premium on my uh, little 72-table room that's doing uh, unbelievable numbers unbelievable, crazy numbers. Uh, I, I believe that timing is right to for, for a premium price. I will not give my life's work away, which includes Q Masters and, of course, the U.S. Open. I will not do that. That's not going to happen. But in my pea brain, I... Uh, I've been told uh, that timing, this is a good time to do so because of many reasons I've just mentioned. And, Jerry, um, I, I just want to have fun. Um, not the fun I used to when I made headline news, but I'm just saying, boy, I would love to be at the 40th annual U.S. Open rejoicing and remembering and having a good time, and and not not worrying or killing myself, and uh, it's not easy being me when you're getting to that age, and you know I've lost many of a person, and I really was worried when I was having some terrible breathing issues. So Jerry, you saved my life, letting me know about the steroid shot, and thank you, but. Uh, I'm just, I, you know, it's just time, basically. You know, it's just timing is right, in my opinion. And, uh, yes, I will miss, of course, of course. Um, but sooner or later, you know, we have to say goodbye, whether it's because you can and retire and enjoy the rest of your life or they put you in a box and you go six feet under. And I'd rather have it the first way than the second way. Sure. Okay. I mean, listen, um, in the movie, when Harry met Sally, she was 32, and then she told him, I'm almost 40. He goes, you're 32. She goes, I know, but in eight years, I'll be 40. <laughs> One of the funny scenes of that great movie. So I'm approaching 70, and that's a fact. And 
that you cannot deny. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm glad that I uh, my health is great, and I'm glad that I most of the days don't look my age, and um, I have a sound heart and uh, clear lungs. And what's wrong with being able to enjoy the rest of your life uh, without so much stress? Because, as they say, stress kills. And uh, I, I'm, I'd rather, I'd rather go travel, go visit other countries. Love to go back to the Philippines, hang out there for a month. Um, uh, ha- ha- you know, hang out with those guys. Or it's incredible. Like four years ago when I did. So there's a lot I want to do, Jerry and Mike, and I can't do it when I'm strapped here. And and then of course the open is a tremendous responsibility, and I only want to see them both succeed. And I'm not going to sell my business or the open to just anybody for whatever amount it will be. Uh, it, you know, passion and pride has a lot to do with you know uh, the right person um, uh, who would take it to an, another level that's younger, smarter, uh, and more enthusiastic, fresh, and uh, raring to go that has the capability financially and mentally to be able to take over what my uh, um, little empires that I've created from dust and so I'm just not going to throw a price out, whatever that might be, and say, okay, I don't care who you are or, or what you do. So I'm not going to sell it to um, uh, Guido for X number of dollars, and I mean that respectfully. Um, my passion for the game will go with me when I go six feet under, and uh, whether you like me or not, I think people will know... Uh, who could not know that my passion is endless when I've done this so long without quitting? And I'm not quitting now, Jerry. Mike, all I want to do is um, be able to breathe, be able to relax, be able to travel, and I quite honestly deserve... The, how many really good years does one have as they approach that milestone age that we really have left that we can do as much as we would like and without uh, so much stress worrying about what's going on at work, who's doing what, rather than just um, uh, taking care of myself and um, that alone is, you know, not so easy. So <laughs> you can imagine um, 30 employees and then the open and all that it entails. And um, um, uh, uh, through all of it, through all of it, I, I love every player. Uh, you have to. Yes, of course, uh, I get peeved with some at times. But listen, I don't blame them. We're all in the same boat. They need to be paid. The promoters uh, um, uh, has to do their job. And 
um, I have failed as well as succeeded. And um, it's just time to, you know, open up another chapter, um, um, as Rodney Dangerfield would say, while I'm still young. This is not the first time that we have heard you having an interest in selling the room. Um, Yeah, you've never heard the other, have you? No, no, I haven't. But my question is, what happens if, I mean, you weren't able to find a buyer for the room in the past. What happens if you don't find a buyer this year? Well, um, um, then um, I'm in a much better situation now that I have uh, a POS expert, a tax expert, a a liquid inventory once a week expert, um, um, honest employees, um, a better staff, and the numbers can speak for themselves here at QMasters. With that being said, for the U.S. Open, I have the support of the city, its mayor, its city council, its chamber of commerce, as well as the entire Hampton Roads area, which is, consists of seven cities, Chamber of Commerce, and their sports marketing people to help assist with sponsorship dollars outside of the billion industry, which will only enhance more billion industry to get involved as they should. Right now, I have Coke and Pepsi banging on my door, both of them, and that's an awfully good feeling, and that's they're not the only ones. So, um, you know, the financial part um, is uh, at work here. And for the U.S. Open, now that I'm in the finance, you got to remember, financial district in beautiful downtown Norfolk um, is a wonderful opportunity. And having people that work for the Hampton Roads or Norfolk Chamber of Commerce working hard to raise revenue with sponsors they're already um, um, with for many things. And that's a wonderful feeling to be loved and appreciated when the last 10, 12 years in Chesapeake is, has been a nightmare because they just didn't care. Well. Uh, after, after Mayor Ward retired and I got in trouble, um, um, they, did, they haven't cared since uh, uh, t- the year 2000, and that's a long time ago. But um, it's different now. And I feel the love when Roberta and I were in this meeting last week with six top brass people uh, that are eager to get to work, which means they're the ones that know which sponsors and sports marketing people were there that would love to be involved with an event of this magnitude, particularly that it's covered through Pat Fleming, AccuStats, and live pay-per-view around the world. Uh, they're very excited. Well, and, and I can see where that would interest a prospective buyer. Um, unfortunately, very few of our listeners have the kind of funds that are required for something like that. Uh, I think I think our listeners are more interested in, let's say, worst-case scenario and you know, the, the economy and, and you're just not able to find it. So bottom line, if you are not able to find a buyer, will there still be a U.S. Open this year? Oh, it's already set. Thank you for asking, Mike. 
the U.S. Open <clears throat> is um, October 24 through 30. Um, already set etched in stone, uh, regardless whether it's mine or someone else's. Uh, it has to be, and it will be, at the Sheraton in downtown beautiful Nova. And um, I have a one-year contract, and they really want me to sign for longer, but I can't do that right now for a lot of reasons. And uh, But, yes, the U.S. Open will continue. And the beauty of it is the financial support. I'm not going to mention which three banks are also interested in securing funds for everyone that can walk one block and go one block, mind you, um, and cash their checks, which the banks will assure that they're golden. Uh, that's just uh, a tremendous burden off of me. And um, and I'm sure the players will also appreciate that very much. Um, I haven't decided on what I'm adding or what will be added um, for many reasons. I'm not, I can't promise any, the amount now. I know what I would like to do, but I cannot announce that quite yet until I know more in the next week or two since people that work for the city in the Hampton Roads Chamber are diligently seeking sponsors that want to be involved with the U.S. Open Nineball Championships in the city and off in a beautiful building and the surrounding hotels and uh, it's just it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing. Okay, and and coming back around to the important thing on everyone's minds, you say you've got four players who are left to be taken care of for last yep. year, and they yep. are going to be paid in full by you said uh, Monday. By, uh, yeah, by Monday. Um, they'll be um, tomorrow is a good day, and then after a weekend, um, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday's business. And uh, the multitude of just credit card sales, what's really left is about, oh, let me, let me do my math now, uh, 14, 25 times 2, and 1,900 plus 1,500. What does that come to? That's exactly what I owe. Uh, 14, 25 times 2 is 2,850. Then add 1,500 to that. How much is that? 38, 4,350. And then add 1900 to that, and that's exactly what I... So, a little over 6000 There you go. Wow. And Mr. Okuya, God bless him. I, 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 just, I'm just, I just love the Filipinos, and I love them all, but, yeah, he is you know, completely paid in full, and I'm so glad. But there's a little bit over 6000 and um, um, by Monday, by Monday, they'll be all wired... Nam was wired yesterday or day before. I'm going to wire one tomorrow. I'm not sure which one. Um, and then Monday, we're going to end it. After we get hit at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, when I say get hit, no, no, we're not getting mugged. We're with credit card wonderfulness. Wonderfulness. And the weather's going to be perfect for pool all weekend. No snow and gold. <laughs> 
So um, uh, everybody will be done and done and done Monday, and that is bottom line. Again, Nam received half day before yesterday. He had no problem with that, and uh, the rest is uh, also not going to be a problem because of business now. My only income here is doing so well. Well, and, and I do have one one last question, and, and I really want you to think about this before you answer it. I I don't ask this so much as a reporter asking the promoter of the U.S. Open a question. I ask this more as, you know, in the years that Jerry and I have come to the event, we've come to think of you as a friend, and this is a question that I would ask any friend who was in your position. So my question is this. You have ran the most prestigious event on U.S. soil for 39 years. Even with the ups and downs, winning a U.S. Open title, I mean, it has been said by players that it it might mean more to them to win the title than the prize money itself. On the other hand... Having oversold and not been able to deal with some of the shortfalls that have come your way, do you fully understand what's happening to your event? I mean, fans are are saying they don't want to they don't want to come anymore. There, I mean, we were at breakfast a year ago when a couple fans interrupted us and said, is there another tournament that we can go to for our once-a-year pilgrimage instead of this one? I mean, you've got fans who are buying VIP tickets and they're left in the cold. I mean, Barry, do you understand what what is happening to your event? More than um, anyone on this planet do I understand. And um, as a promoter that has... Uh, it's not like I don't care. Okay. Uh, now that I, um, you know, listen, when I left um, after 2011, when I left the conference center because they treated me horrible, then um, I went to the Holiday Inn and we were in three and a half ballrooms. So let me tell you, what a, we all know what a nightmare that was. And then a year ago, not this past one, but uh, 2012, uh, 13 rather, at the at the Marriott, and the way tables were set and everything that that was fine and dandy. Um, I mean, it worked out well. No problems with payoffs, payouts as things were escrowed. Now, 2014, uh, uh, again, architecturally wise, on paper. Everything looked wonderful with the seats and the heights and the whole nine yards. And I know I pissed a lot of people off that had that third row. When we didn't have the problem of this, when it was at the Chesapeake Conference Center, which was 20,000 square feet, all right, 100 by 200. The ballroom at the Marriott is 85 by 165. Wow. So we have length and with. So now we know we know for sure that 
having the same floor plan that we had at the conference center with the TV table dead center and four on each side and the height elevation being into the pit, the first row will be not elevated, will be floor level. And then you go up 16 and then 16 more. Now that we have the width to move seats back further. And with all this in mind, um, it's for sure that there will be no obstruction. If we feel that it might be a chance of that at all, then we will be able to have more seats on both long sides going up higher than two or three rows and eliminate the third row going out into the pit if if that's the final decision architecturally perfectly knowing what we have now 85 feet wide versus 60 where we were huge difference and length as well so we'll be able to go up higher like we did six rows on both sides at the Chesapeake Conference Center we'll be able to do at least five rows high and isn't that nice and again going out into the pit if uh, the first row is on the floor and the second row is 16 above and there's one iota of a chance that the third row would block anybody's view then then uh, then uh, we just won't have the third row we'll have more seats going up uh, in between the 30 and 30 yard line on both sides like we did at the conference center so it's been rough as hell since 12 13 and 14 but remember we're going to a venue that is almost the size of the Chesapeake Conference Center so in a beautiful hotel with low rates, low food, low dinner prices, low everything that are really supportive and want to do as much as they can, if not more. And now, again, I cannot emphasize how much it means to me. The mayor, when he found out, he called me and said, welcome home. My God, you know what that meant to me? Uh, it meant it meant everything to me, and anything we can do, Barry, anything, just here's my cell, here's my home number, and we've been friends for 20 years anyway. He called me to say welcome home because he knew I started the event in the city of Norfolk in 1976, and it, it's great to be loved. And and I think you know I think the seating and, and and I didn't mean to overstate the seating when I asked the question, but I, I don't, Mike, I'm all I, I understand completely, and uh, I have to say that uh, I am working smarter than harder. Finally, I, I, it took me this long, but finally, and it feels good to have the support when the last dozen years they didn't care they didn't care now all of a sudden it's huh, uh, it's it's a wonderful thing I cannot wait to let you know what that means in dollars what that means I, I, but I can't yet 
and I'm not going to until um, I, I get a call next week to say we had this, 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 and these people, they want to get in, what would it cost, all these things. It's a beautiful thing to know that you have people in a city that's working for you to help you because that's what they do for a living when they're sports marketing people and chamber of commerce people. That's what they do. They get people to your event and they get people to help sponsor this wonderful, huge sporting event. It's great. And for the listeners who have a couple million that they're looking to invest in something, where are they going to find information about uh, what you're doing? Um, I, I, I'm a CPA. <clears throat> is meeting me here in a few minutes and what I'm what I'll do excuse me again uh, I'm not sick just my throat um, is um, it's going to take us a few days I'm sure to digest uh, uh, this uh, package and uh, I can't put a number on it now uh, uh, but you know I, I, I can't but when that happens very soon, it'll be um, most likely correspond through email situation. You know, we'll we'll just have to uh, let it play out. And of course, um, um, uh, I'll be calling Jerry first because he's up early Eastern Standard Time uh, uh, in a week, probably next week, to fill him in on. Uh, what my CPA and I have decided to do because he knows better than I. He knows better than I. Um, and he's a very smart man. And that's what he does for a living. So uh, he's a numbers man. He knows what Q Masters is worth. And we both have to figure out what the U.S. Open is worth. And it's not chump change. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I just want to see it get better and better and better and better and better. I would love to be remembered in 50 years from now as um, uh, someone who started something great and uh, then it was taken to a new height, uh, just like Bobby Jones and Clifford Roberts did with Augusta National. And it's time for somebody uh, younger, fresher, smarter, wealthier to take this to a new level, both Q Masters and the U.S. Open, now that it can be done easier, smarter. And um, honestly, I would, my two best friends are retired, and I'm jealous. So, so you know, look, I'm not going to walk away better if that happens. Uh, I want to walk away uh, saying thank you to everybody, including those who had a terrible feeling about me. I'm going to prove them wrong, and and uh, that that is for sure. And we'll just uh, you, you guys will know very soon the price for both, and it's best to sell both, not separately. Much better. 
much better. Uh, so we'll see what plays out in the next week, and I'll be in touch. All right. Well, um, I appreciate your time. I wish you all the luck in the world. I do want to, uh, you know, just real quickly, I do want to correct something that you said there earlier. It may seem that Jerry and I are retired, but we're not. We, we were no, not I didn't say, no, no, wait a minute. I didn't, oh, wait a minute. Oh, when I said my two best friends are retired. I heard you. Oh, I heard you. You thought I was talking about you guys. Well, you know, I'm talking about the two guys I met first grade, first day of school, of which one of them stuck me in the trash can at age six, and my butt was wedged in, and I couldn't get out. And I went home with a note the first day of school that I, I was causing trouble. Jimmy Downing and I are best friends, 62 years, and Charlie Anderson, a very successful custom home builder, that uh, uh, my first date was with his sister at age 13. And we met the first day of school, too. And uh, they're my age, and they're retired, and they're successful. And I love them, and I like to spend more time with them. I, I want to say that I'm so proud of Shane Van Boning. I am so proud of him, as well as so many people. You know, in a, in a hundred years, it'll never happen that anybody will three beat uh, unless he four beats. It, it it just it just will never ever ever happen. And I'm so proud of him. And uh, um. He has a goal for the he his mindset is uh a four pack and I just want to warn the players uh about it uh, eight months in advance because his mindset is to four Pete and tie Earl and that's a fact. And I'm sorry, Shane, I let the cat out of the bag, but players you better get in stroke. <laughs> All right, Barry. I appreciate your time. Uh, Jerry, do you have anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, Jerry, thanks for picking good. up in the morning when I uh, call you about 7.30 some mornings and because uh, um, uh, you've already been up three hours. And uh, Mike, Mike um, um, I, I remember how, I always remember how we all started and the friendship we've had over the years through the good and the bad and this and that. And uh, uh, everybody that has... Uh, negative to things, things to say about me. Listen, I just want to say I don't blame you. I understand. I want to prove you wrong, and uh, I, I'm starting on that. I've already started on that. So, um, thank you, everyone, for uh, that. That, regardless of what you wrote, um, it 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 matters. Okay, I it, I, I hear you. I hear you, and I, I I only want my U.S. Open to live forever, and, and I want it to be remembered for for a, just like Augusta National is, and may they rest in peace, Bobby Jones and Clifford Roberts, and that's what I would like to to do as well when that when it's my time. All right, thanks a lot, Barry. I'm sure we will talk to you again down the road. I cannot thank you, guys, uh, Mike, enough, uh, and Jerry. You know I love you, man, and uh, I love you both. And I'm sorry that I've disappointed people, and I, but I do understand 100%. I apologize. Uh, did you get the picture of a shirt today? I did. Yeah. All right. You know, 
I, I mean it. And if you care to put that out there, I think it would be a nice touch. Because I had it made, and I, I had it made, and I only mean players. I'm sorry. All right. Thanks, Barry. Uh, that's it, everybody. We will talk to you again next week. I don't know who we'll be interviewing, but look for us next week. Thanks a lot. This is Marianne here with another Go Play Pool at Featured Room here on American Billiard Radio. Uh, this week I'm going down to Texas to Round Rock, Texas to be exact, and I'm talking to John Cielo, the owner of Skinny Bob's. How you doing, John? I'm doing fine. Thanks, Marianne. Good, good. So um, why don't you give a little bit of a history on the room? Well, the uh, we've been in the Round Rock since 1995, where I became a, a customer in 96, uh-huh. and then uh, I bought the business in 2010, changing the name to Skinny Boss. Gotcha. Uh, we, it's a 7,000-square-foot facility. We have 14 9-foot gold crown uh, Brunswick pool tables mm-hmm. and a 10-foot heated Verhoeven three-cushion table. I love three cushion. That's awesome. <laughs> Hard to come by. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's quite a few folks that come here almost every day when we open. There's always people here. We just had the one table. Uh, uh-huh. uh, there's plenty to do here. We have you can watch sports on any of the 19 high definition TVs. We have dartboards, golden tea machines. Uh, we have several uh, poker tournaments a week. Here, uh, full bar, beer, wine, liquor, uh, happy hour, and daily drink specials. Uh, we have free pool every Monday, and the ladies have a ladies' night on Tuesday nights where they get to play for free and, hey. and have their drink specials. Nice. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, so I know that you guys just had uh, what is called the Pistol Perez tournament. That's, that's right. What 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 is that all about? I keep seeing this this pistol Perez popping up all over the place. So why don't you why don't you fill me in on that and everybody else? Okay. <laughs> Baraka is a loyal uh, customer of ours for years. Um, she actually hosts the uh, po- uh, pool tournament every Saturday night at eight o'clock. It's a nine mm-hmm. ball tournament, and she also holds a uh, great contest. So every every Saturday, uh, she runs the uh, pool tournament. And at the end of the year, for those that have played in her events, uh, she puts on a finale, a finale of what she calls the Pistol Perez uh, shootout. Um, it was in January, and it was almost 120 players that signed up. And it turned into, wow. a, a, for both of us, it, was, it turned into a surprisingly large tournament. Uh, <laughs> a two-day, two-day event, we, or she streamed some of the matches live on the Internet. Um, she got shirts made, and so we we think that this is going to turn into a yearly event. So uh, oh, that's it was, great. It was a lot of fun. Great, great, good to hear. Oh, it's always nice when when it's a, a, a pleasant surprise to have it be more of a success than you were expecting, for sure. Oh, that's very true. Great. Oh yes, uh, we we scrambled to, to handle <laughs> the, all the players coming, and it was a lot of fun. That's great. So you guys, you guys have all, all sorts of different tournaments. I saw that you guys have a, a fourteen 
14-1 Herney, and, and you also are the host of um, the Texas Open 9 and 10 ball championships. That's true. The the 14-1 tournament evolved out of a, a sad situation. One of our loyal patrons passed away mm-hmm. under under uh, difficult circumstances, and in his honor, we put together his, fourth, his favorite game, and so we hold that every year mm-hmm. uh, on, on his birthday. Uh, the the Texas Open Nine Ball is is the longest running open tournament of any sport in America, and it happens at Skinny Bob's. It's the Texas Open Nine Ball Championships. It's a 128 player field on the open division and a 32 player uh, division for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens on the Labor Day weekend. Uh, it has evolved recently, where we've now added a hundred dollar ring game. On Friday night and a $25 race to three game on Thursday night, uh, the previous Thursday. So now it's turned into a five-day event <laughs> where uh, the, the pool action TV streams the, the matches online. Uh-huh. Uh, we have we have vendors. Ron Geyer brings his equipment and, and does the work there. And it's turned into a very well. I mean, it always has been a very special tournament uh, for Skinny Bob's. It's been at that's Gabe House now all the all five years. We're already mm-hmm. looking forward to the you know, this will be the forty second year of this event. So it's it's a it's a very um we have a trophy that has all the names of all the winners and it's got quite a collection of, of all the greats that have been in in Austin and um and of course you get to rub noses and you know, rub elbows with uh, right. Vincent, uh, I know, right? <laughs> Vivian has won the her, the ladies division three years in a row now, and uh, we get to hang out with Jeremy Jones, Charlie Bryant, mm-hmm. Joey Gray, Chip Compton, and numerous others that come and play every year. So uh, yeah, it's, it's very very cool to to spend the weekend with those folks. And even if you're just a fan, you're not a player. It's you can you know we we have so many people that come in to watch these events. We put up bleacher seating and mm-hmm. and uh, you know you get to be right up close to all these matches. It's it's a very unique. Um, uh, you know, tournament. That's great. Yeah, it's it's not very often that you get to pack a room full of champions and stuff. So yeah, that's cool. Well, that's very cool. I, and, I I I would love to come down and play. I I played Vivian um, at the bar table championships like the first year that I ever played any big tournaments and everything, and she just walked all over me. So I'm like hoping one of these days I'll get revenge. She's <laughs> <laughs> tough. She is, man. We enjoy talking to her, and and, uh, she's just a great person to have around. Yeah. She she doesn't live all that far from here. Yeah. I saw saw on your list that Melissa Little was another one that won it. I I, I need to to get her back, too. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days, man. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, and many, many of these, many of these nine ball players have asked us to to put together a ten ball event, mm-hmm. and so that's that's what's going to happen here in a few weeks. Actually, the uh, the first inaugural Texas Open ten ball championship is kicking off on February 27th through March 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm expecting another 128 player field with with similar group of players from all yeah. around Texas and Oklahoma and elsewhere. Um, just like the Texas Open Nine Ball, I'm going to be adding four thousand dollars into the event, and the kind of vendors. It's going to have the look and feel of the Nine Ball event, but it'll be here at the end of February. So it's 
Anybody, there's still openings. We're about half full right now, so uh, it's not too late for folks to sign up. It's a $125 entry. You can either stop by Skinny Bob's uh, to, to pay on at the site, or you can go to our website at skinnybobs.com. There's a tab, a Texas Open tab there, where you can click on the Buy Now uh, button there, and you can look at the flyer and, and sign up for that. Perfect. And I I was um, browsing through your website and saw that um, one of the local hotels was offering a deal for anyone that um, that is playing. Is that That's correct? true. That's right. Candlewood Suites is in it's barely, gosh, two blocks away. Uh, they've been supporting us for all five years uh, so far, and you know, fifty-seven dollars a night is pretty good for around here. Nice. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Nice. That's great. Um, well, is there is there anything else that you want to let people know about as far as the room goes? Well, uh, let's see. We do host a variety of uh, events here. Kim White. Uh, she brings her Lone Star tour here at the end of every August. Mm-hmm. Uh, the APA is going to be running their regional finals here in late September. And as you mentioned with Pistol Perez, we not only her but others. Uh, you know, they they you know we welcome anyone to uh, arrange uh, special tournaments and whether it's a corporate event or personal. So we we're very flexible and eager, eager to promote the pool and the uh, the sport. Great. We do we do have leagues every week. Uh, we uh-huh. have four actually: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Monday is an APA, <clears throat> excuse me, an APA league, and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays are BCA leagues. Uh, Thursday, we're just starting a new season, and on Thursday night, um, mm-hmm. so it's not too, it's not too late for folks to sign up for that. Um, we do. Uh, I mentioned uh, Veronica holds the tournament every Saturday night. Uh, we have another, somebody, another regular customer that hosts a nine-ball event, a tournament every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And James Davis, uh, also known as Bash Drop, he hosts a a ten-ball tournament every Sunday afternoon here at Skinny Bob's. So it's uh, there's plenty of tournaments here, lots of action for the pool players. Uh, there is yeah, there is uh, actually one thing that we are at the moment we're fully involved with and. Uh, can't be more excited about is that we're expanding. We're actually uh, increasing the size of Skinny Bob's by 2,700 square feet. Uh, we're putting in eight. Yeah, we're putting in eight seven-foot diamond tables. Nice. Shuffle. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> a, a shuffleboard, another bar, and we're we're gonna have a food menu for the first time. All and right. So it, this is just getting underway and. Uh, we're hoping the mid to late March is when we're going to be opening that up, and uh, we're going to just do some renovation work on the current side as well. But mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, the customers are just fired up about it, and, and so am I. So it's, we're looking forward to that. That's great. Um, good luck with everything. I, I I hope it all goes smoothly. That's definitely. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, all right. Well. Um, why don't you, real quick, let everybody know exactly where you're located and how they can get in touch with you. Okay, yes. Uh, as you mentioned earlier on when you began uh, this interview, the uh, we're located in Round Rock, Texas, which is just on the northern edge of Austin at 300 Hester's Crossing. So by all means, come out and check a, a visit with us. Um, you can contact us by uh, sending emails to bob at skinnybobs.com. You can call us at 512-733-1111. Uh, 
follow us on Facebook. Uh, we certainly would like to hear and, and have you all visit us by all means. Um, all right, perfect. And uh, as always, you will be able to find information for Skinny Bobs on the Go Play Pool app. We're going to put up a limited profile for them, so you can find them that way as well. And um, John, I really appreciate your time and you taking taking time out of your day to um, let us all know about Skinny Bobs. I, I look well, I, forward to coming and visiting you sometime. Oh, please do, please do. Thank you, Marianne. I appreciate it very much. All right, John. Well, uh, you guys take care down there and uh, tell tell Miss uh, Perez to keep up the good work because I keep seeing her name. I keep seeing this tournament everywhere. So <laughs> I will. I'll tell her. And thank you for listening to another Go Play Pool app featured room here on American Billiard Radio.